Alright, uh, welcome to another episode of Zeno Chat. Um, I am Tyler, um, one of the hosts here, along with my co-host, Justin. Hello, everybody. Okay, we got two guests today. Um, returning for the third time, we have David. Hey, guys. And a uh, newcomer here, we have uh, Mary. Hi. Okay. All right. So, yeah, today's episode is going to be kind of, um, I just, it, it's going to be kind of casual because it's uh, our music episode. So, um, we're going to kind of discuss some, like, all of our favorite tracks from the various Zeno games. But before we get into that, we'll just go into our usual stuff. Um, so starting off with news uh, about like anything Zeno or Monolith related, kind of fitting for this episode, but uh, Square Enix announced a Blu-ray release of the Zeno Gears concert. Yep. Right on. I am excited. I am too. But uh, yes, because um, I was I was kind of disappointed with the the uh, revival uh, soundtrack that came out because I was kind of hoping that would have been the concert, but. Uh, th- this is still exciting, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that they're giving it some love, especially, like, they had the vinyl, which came out recently, which <gasps> Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I feel like a dirty, dirty human. I've watched the concert on YouTube. Oh. I did watch bits and pieces of casual. that, too. <laughs> yeah. But I'll at least, I'll at least uh, dip in on this since I've done that, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I definitely want to uh, check it out. Um, they, uh, well, when they, they, ugh, let me see. I wrote an article about it. Yeah, it's releasing on March 13th. Um, it seems like it's only being released in Japan, which is weird that they said that because I know that uh, the revival was on the Square Enix USA website. So I don't know if they're just saying that now or if it'll be uh, moved to the. Uh, what's going on with that, but it should be hard to import it. Yeah. Although for me, it's probably going to be super expensive. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's that. Getting the money sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, also, another small news, because I didn't pre-order Wettal, and um, I can say that it was delayed to January instead of December, so at least according to Opelink Japan, where I pre-ordered it from, so. I'm sorry, what was that? Wet, well, tell, the figurine. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, when, oh. Because it was okay. supposed to come out in December, but then at some point the date mm-hmm. changed to January, so, yeah. Oh, Oh did you wait! Get uh, your Faye figure? I did. I did get my Faye Finally! Figure. <laughs> yes, I was so excited. Like, I, I was like a yeah. saga in the I making was listening, all by itself. I'm sorry. I was listening to the other podcast, and like every time you were like, "Is my Faye figure ever gonna gonna come here?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It was its whole thing. Oh my god! But yeah, I finally got it. Thank you, Justin, for uh, recommending a different website too. <laughs> To uh, to use. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, isn't is the Ellie figure coming out soon? Or I have no idea what's going on uh, with those figures because they went up for pre-order a long time ago, and they're just kind of like, yeah, we'll release it 
Whatever. I can, I can check feel like real quick. Um, yeah, what does uh, Ami Ami say? Or, I don't know, maybe even Amazon. I usually go it. on a village Japan, so that's what I'm going to air. Uh, it says I, January as well, but I don't know since Weltel was like was pushed there. I don't know if uh, it's going to be pushed as well. I don't know. Yeah, that seems. Yeah, I would be surprised if both of them released in the same month. Yeah. But at the same time, Ellie is like slap, slightly like more simple since it's just like a character and not a mech, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And I, I still have a pre-order on the Square Enix website, though. If it's like last time, they'll probably delay it. Probably. O over and over again, <laughs> so I might as well order it, Ami Ami. Yeah, that was crazy with the Fae figure. You didn't get that for the longest time. Yeah. And I just, like, out of curiosity, I checked uh, Square Enix's uh, website the other day, and it looks like the, it finally came out, but it said October. It was like, nah, it didn't come out in October. You guys lie. Oh, <sighs> oh well. Never changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other news I could think of is, uh, well, Super Smash Brothers came out, and there's a whole bunch of Xenoblade characters in that. But is there Cosmos? I wish. Uh, <laughs> I wish. As far as I know, there isn't, but that would be pretty great. Dude, I'm kind of wondering, since they gave us that model of Metra inside, like, Xenoblade 2, I'm like, is that a hint? Is that a hint for the next DLC announcement or something? Because, <laughs> 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 I mean, it could make sense, since, like, you also have, like, Nerva, the kind of, like, bigger form that could be used as a big smash thing so I'm like yeah I could see Mitra in there but I sometimes will it happen that's the question <laughs> I don't know but uh, I think Cosmos fighting Piranha oh Plant would be the greatest oh, Cosmos is my world. biggest wish I'm totally not biased towards Zeno Saga <laughs> no it's okay Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then um, there was that weird news where uh, Mithra's uh, outfit got censored, but it was cool that they turned that into free DLC for some place. Yeah, too. yeah, that too. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I'm not a humongous fan of the new outfit, mainly because, like, at least when they showed the artwork, mm. the black, mm -hmm. the black like mm. leggings that she had just seemed to clash with her overall color scheme. Mm -hmm. But um. I'm glad that it's there. It's an alternate outfit. I'm not going to lose sleep over this. Mm -hmm. If you like mm -hmm. it, you can use it. If not, I think you I like it better to some extent, except for the back. I find the back a bit too plain because they didn't have any detail along with the black. So I find it's too much of like black, white kind of thing. And there's nothing cutting in between kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's actually part of my problem, too, is that I feel like they just lacked yeah. depth. And it just yeah. comes off as weird. Like, when I saw it, it almost looked like somebody took a picture of Mithra, went into, like, Microsoft Paint, just used the <laughs> film, and then just released well, it. I'd say the front is less worse because, actually, like, uh, for example, with the cleavage, they kind of, like, just continued on the texture of her dress thing. So 
it that part the front doesn't look bad it's just the back kind of looks plain because i mean most of her back was exposed and now it's just plain black <laughs> so just like Ugh. but i do like the look from yeah. the front though with the leggings and all like i really like mm. it mm-hmm. but and like even the size but as soon as i look at the back i'm like Ugh. it's lacking detail there yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember, I don't remember who said it, but someone was kind of like saying that her outfit's kind of more reminiscent of Ellie's from Xenogear. Yeah. So I was like, huh, well, that's kind of an interesting comparison. Yeah, indeed. Okay. Um, I is, think Monolith's oh. been pretty quiet recently, overall. Yeah, they are. But they're maybe yeah. they're either taking a break or starting to make like something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably, yeah. Hopefully they're working on that fantasy RPG or whatever they're, they had concept art for a while back. Yeah. I'm always looking forward to anything made by them, to be honest. So. Mm. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's very rare that they've done anything that's like that I've disliked or anything. Yeah. Okay, is there any other news that anyone can think of? Or? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's move on. Um, next, oh, uh, Mary, since you're new, um, the, the usual thing for new guests is they kind of explain <laughs> their con- <laughs> their connection to the Zeno series. So, how would you uh, would you like to yeah. start and go into that? Yeah, sure. It's gonna probably go again in a lot of Zeno Saga. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's that's okay. It's that, okay. like that's... I'm not just like the old podcast so far. I talk mostly about Zeno Gears and Zeno Saga. It's just like I'm sorry, Zeno Blade. <laughs> Zeno Blade will get its day. They'll get its day. But um, yeah, I pretty much started with Zeno Saga like one. It'll. It was around the time where it came out, actually, since, like, I kind of double-checked the date because I couldn't remember, and it was, like, in February, so my birthday was around, like, March, so I think it was for a birthday present that my parents actually brought me to a store and let me choose a game, whatever, and, well, I pretty much saw Cosmos on the the top, I was like, that looks cool! (laughs) (laughs) So I pretty much checked it, and... I really wanted it and started it, but yeah, somehow it was like very different from other games I had played, and at the same time, like I, I really got attached to the game and stuff like that. But it's kind of funny because my story with Xeno Saga one is like I got, I think I got really far. I got up to the point to Song of Nephilim, and then I think I got blocked with a boss, and I stopped playing for so long. Uh. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, to be honest, like, I'll I'll just say something that I'm really ashamed of, but, like, actually never finished his little saga one. <laughs> oh. It's okay. Get out of here right now. <laughs> but, no, But no. it was mostly because at some point I didn't manage to get past that bus, but then, like, the next area was kicking my butt, and then I eventually, years later, I actually got... Exil Saga 2, but the the funny thing with Zero Saga 2 is that, uh, well, technically I couldn't really get it at release because I didn't have a job and my parents weren't exactly rich, so 
I only got yeah. it when I had actually a job, and the way it fell on it was kind of funny because I just had bought like a Wii since like I didn't have really Nintendo consoles before, and then like I started to go to like eBay Games, which is pretty much a Canadian GameStop, and started to go through all like used games and like getting a bunch. And I saw Xenosaga Saga 2 there with the DVD together. I was just like, oh, cool. Oh, <laughs> So nice. I pretty much grabbed it and, like, I pretty much watched the ending. I don't know. I watched the ending, so that worked. And then I started Xenosaga Saga 2 and, like, just the opening. I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm really into this. And especially, like, it was starting right off the bat with, like, Chaos, which is, like, one of my favorite characters, along with Junior, so I was already, like, really deep into it. <laughs> and the funny part is that a lot of people really, like, dislike Guardians of Saga 2, but I, it's actually the one that I played the most, which is funny. <laughs> but I think it's mostly because, like, I really liked the story since it was going around the URTVs and like also like a tiny bit more of Chaos 2 and stuff like that. So I really, I really, really liked the story and the cutscenes and stuff. But I also liked mm -hmm. some areas of the game where like you had a bunch of like quests and stuff. Like I remember I was doing a lot of the quests and I was enjoying them regardless of the battle system that was like very long. <laughs> It was just always like one battle, four minutes. Yeah, I think my problem was like like most people was mostly that the monster had too much health, so all the mm -hmm. battles were lasting forever. But I was still ready to go through that fight, I guess, just because like my bias characters were like really focused on that. <laughs> but yeah. To be honest, like I really, really enjoy like Xenosaga 2 regardless of its flaws. But also the funny thing with Xenosaga 1 to come back on it, I actually rewatched all the cutscenes like recently and I finished at 2 a.m. yesterday because I was too hyped. <laughs> and like it's it's funny coming back to it because it's the one I played the less. So like details were kind of fuzzy, but at the same time it was like you know how it was revealing a bunch of things like around the end that you would not really catch right away because it wasn't really explained till the later games? So now that I have the knowledge of the later games by coming back to it, I was just like, oh, that and that and that was there? I didn't remember that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> but yeah. Um, in the case of Zill Saga 3, I'd say that I didn't get to hit till like maybe a few years still afterwards because I think I couldn't really find it because I didn't get it at the release either. I think I was unaware it was coming out or it was still coming out around the time that I did not really have a job. So um I think yeah, it was through some friends of conventions, like one of my friends had a friend that was basically selling some games to like kind of clear out inventory, and Xenosaga Tree was one of them. I was like, how much? <laughs> and, and like, she pretty much went, oh, well, he's selling them for cheap because like, just want to let them go. So like, it's 20 bucks. I was just like, 20? 
So I pretty much jump on it and it was like mint condition. The guy, pro the guy probably played it only once, so I was just like, yay! And then I got lost into that for a while and I was like mind blown by everything that was thrown in my face. I just was like, oh my god, there's so many details, I can't take it. Until I got to the ending and I was just like, I won't say anything about the ending, but I can just say that I was kind of like my my bone heartbroken, but I sometimes felt so <laughs> fulfilled because like it was such an adventure, like the old story and everything. And I'm like, mm. it was one of those game series that really made me feel complete when I went through it all. And I was just like, oh my God, this was amazing. And it's one, I think it's the only game that really made me cry like it made me. <laughs> No, no, oh I, I did too. Oh my gosh, like, it's because I'm, I'm kind of hard to, like, it's hard for me to, like, cry on things, like, I'll get emotional, but, like, if you want to make me cry, like, the emotions I've, like, cross the screen and grab me, kind of, and there's only a few things that really made me cry like this, so just, like, oh my gosh, but, yeah. And then I think afterwards it's where I kind of started to explore into Xenogears because it was like released on the PSN and stuff and I couldn't really find a copy of the original at the time so I grabbed the PSN version and started to play on my PSP here and there on the go and yeah I was really into it and like the, the old opening where you had like and Nautilus right away, like, there was that ring around the planet. I was just like... <laughs> and I can just imagine, like, the hype of the people that just, like, had played Zillow Gears before Saga and, like, saw all the glimpse of things. I was just like, oh my gosh. But yeah, I right away, I right away went, like, is this, is this like, the same planet? <laughs> kind of thing. But yeah, um, I played through it and, like, I really enjoyed a lot of the pieces and... And Bart's stupidity. <laughs> I enjoyed Bart, it's so funny. Um, but the thing is, I got as far as, I think, Babel Tower, and then I got blocked. <laughs> but uh, what was funny though is that when, whenever I went to uh, the Babel Tower, that I finally passed it. It was on my way to attack on the first time that I wanted to actually uh, meet Cat as well, and ah. it was like on the road trip. I was like, "Well, I have nothing better to do with my life, so may as well." <laughs> <laughs> that's why I actually like passed Babel Tower finally. I was just like, "Oh my god!" But I can swear, like, I probably got blocked on that game because of Babel Tower for like a whole year or something, because I just could oh, not God. get through it and I was raging about it. No, that's one of the worst parts of that game. Yeah, especially this. I'm already bad at platformers, so had to that, like, a really bad camera that's that kind of makes me think I'm aligned with the platform, but I'm not. It's just, like, I kept falling all the way down. I was just like, no! But, uh, yeah, I past Babel Tower after that and but even like before Babel Tower thing is like I had such a momentum I was so into the story and like it was like oh my god this is amazing and like the mechs are amazing like 
I can't say one thing that made me like really into this game was the fact that you could have your mechs like pretty much everywhere because I really love mechs. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, everywhere, anywhere that was like big enough to have them, but Xenosaga one you could have them too, just like not as many times. But yeah, just like I loved it. But yeah, Babel Tower was like my big block, and then afterwards, I kind of—it's funny because in that road trip, I kind of got to this too, and then like mm-hmm. I got to the convention and stuff. But afterwards, I never managed to like get back to it. Because I got busy with life or other things. And even to this day, I still haven't. But at this time, the problem is, it, is uh. that I don't remember a lot of the details. So I kinda, I'm kind of watching, rewatching the cutscenes one <laughs> little by little to like get slowly back to my game. Because I refuse to restart a game to get blocked again at Babel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. After that, you know you don't want to go through Babel Tower nope. again. <laughs> Because it probably <laughs> took me like over 50 tries, if not more. <laughs> I was just like, no. <laughs> but yeah, so far, like I can say, I really enjoyed it. And like, I really, really love like the depth of the story. But I did see a tiny bit of this too, though, just I can't fully remember where I was because I kind of went like, I pretty much did like a marathon after the Babel Towers. So I was just like, I saw it one shot, but I didn't really assimilate all the details, so I don't fully remember where I was. But I can say, like, I see what you guys mean with the whole, uh, like, this too is mostly, like, a lot of cutscenes and stuff with tiny bits of things <laughs> of gameplay. But mm-hmm. I'm still glad that, like, as I read the information of Zillow Gears, I'm still glad that they were able to put, like, more or less the rest of the story this way, even though their budget was, like, cut heavily and stuff. Like, I really respect that, because they really wanted to have us... They really wanted us to have, like, some kind of closure, and I think that it's pretty cool. Mm. But, yeah. Moving on to Xenoblade, since, like, I have not finished Little Gears. (laughs) 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 One day, probably, maybe this year. Well, this upcoming year, rather, not this year, because there's not much left. But um, Xenoblade 1, I was a part of that whole Operation Rainfall (laughs) movement, because, like, there was, like, The Last Story and, like, Pandora Star 2 that were really, like, looking like great games that we might not have here in North America, so it was just, like, Okay, no, like, one of the games is Monolith Soft, I need to support this thing. (laughs) (laughs) I want this here. Like, I I don't want to have to go through some illegal meme to play it, you know? It's just, I want to play it and Mm. support it. So, I pretty much, like, went through that old movement that, like, sent letters to Nintendo and all that jazz. (laughs) (laughs) And whenever, like, the games came out, I pre-ordered all of them and, like, pretty much, like, bought them all on day one just to support them because it was pretty much the way to say Nintendo here <laughs> proved that like it's it can be sold. <laughs> but yeah. I, I was so glad I came and like when I first opened it I was like already mind blown by like the whole prologue thing and like I thought and like the the big like Titan things and it was just like so cool. And I got 
I got pretty far with it, but that's like I have a story with, with games where like I often don't always finish them because I get mm. too busy with life. I'm just like ah. <laughs> but uh, Zilla Blade One actually that's another one that I have not finished myself, but I did get to some extent. It's just my problem with Zilla Blade One was that. There was too many shinies to go get, so I was always distracted <laughs> by by the shinies and the side quests to like ever progress with the story. <laughs> it was always like, oh, there's a new story chapter, but wait, there's like twenty new side quests over there. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to get caught up in like side quest hell, as we call yeah. it. Where you don't want to leave a town until you've done everything. Yeah, because then I'm like, but I'm gonna miss them. Like, if they disappear afterwards, <laughs> I won't be able to do them anymore. So it's just that whole thing of like, I have to do all the side quests that comes my way. I have that kind of mentality to want to like complete everything, and like, yeah, I never got all of the whole. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who uh, he was he was having his girlfriend play Xenoblade One. And she was spending like hours upon hours before she even left Colony Nine because she just got so caught up in doing all the different yeah. And side it's the thing, like you would turn like one or two, and you'd get ten more, which is crazy. Or sometimes like you'd get different ones depending on the time of the day. And I was always like thinking, oh, I'm done with my quest. Then like new ones pop up. I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> but yeah, I. I can't even remember where I got, but like I got to some point and I did like continue making doing quests and getting lost forever. <laughs> but then some time later, like they finally announced like Xenoblade X and I was just like I, I think I probably had some kind of like nerdgasm as as I was looking <laughs> at the like you with the max and all of it's just like oh my god oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like I think I lost my mind and probably rewatched the trailer a million times but yeah <laughs> when it came out like when it was like announced that it, the pre-orders would come around I, I kept like refreshing the EB Games page to like pre-order it because I really wanted to, that limited edition <laughs> yes like I was spamming it hardcore and yeah, I got it. I played it to very far. It's another one I haven't finished. <laughs> no. no. But um, Blade One, though, I'll say oh, that I didn't man. see all of the cutscenes because I did watch it all before like finishing Blade Two because I was told that there was a connection. I was just like, I want to see that connection. So <laughs> <laughs> I did view. I did watch it all as I was playing Blade Two. So that's at least that. Like, did not finish it, but I know the story. But Blade X, though, I it's the only one along with Gears that I haven't seen the ending yet. Though I kind of know the that Alma kind of change appearance, I just know don't know the the whole thing around it basically because <laughs> uh. I didn't see pictures. But I'm like, eh, I'm the one to blame. I'm slow with games. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but um, yeah, I really enjoyed playing it though, and like I mostly loved going around with the Max, and the world was awesome and. One thing I can say, though, about X that I really love is the fact that 
you know, like the movement, the it was like so fluid and like I could like sprint. I was like, I can sprint, I can jump. <laughs> so I had fun like just sneaking around things and then like running away if they saw me. <laughs> I was just like running at the speed of light. I was like, no. <laughs> but the physics but, in Xenoblade X were something else yeah. when it came to that. Like, yeah. I love how you could basically just jump and climb mountains just by like jumping yeah, all I did the that place. all the time. Like at some point, I remember like even like uh, when I had my max that could still not fly. Like I remember I went all the way on the top of the, you know, one of those art thing like. I don't exactly know. It's kind of like towers and then you have like those piece of land in the air kind of thing. But I managed to climb one of these things while jumping this way with my mechs. And I got to the top and like, I remember I took, I think, a screenshot with my cell phone or something. Because I was like, this is so pretty. (laughs) Because I was looking at the view and was just like, everything's gorgeous. But uh, yeah, and... Then the other thing that I really liked about X was the fact that I could fly later with the Max. I was just like, I can fly around the world. This is something that I've missed for ages. Because most games today, they just do like a kind of skip thing to the next place as you choose a location to go through. But like, I really miss the whole exploration aspect of all RPGs where you would just go around with some kind of fairship or something else and whenever I, I saw that I could do this in this game I was just like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> and I kept trying to sneak around to get all of the the points you know to just uh, complete the map <laughs> and it was funny because sometimes there was like really dangerous things that were coming here and, like after me and it was just funny and one of those things was I'm pretty sure you guys remember that thing but the the sort of statue thing that's actually embossing <laughs> it's like in the like it's kind of in this sort of I don't know it's not exactly a cavern it's more like you go through there it's kind of an opening like under the continent kind of thing and you have a big statue or something that looks epic and I got close, it started to move. It was just like, nope, bye. <laughs> I feel like that is the Xenoblade experience. Yes. When you're walking, yes. and then yes. just like a level 80 monster comes out of nowhere, and the music picks up. Like, it's just because that one was a troll, because it was like a statue with no stats. But as you get close, it activates. I was just like, uh oh. <laughs> That's no statue. Yep. And. There was a really infamous one. I think it's in Noctilim. And there was like a one boss that just kind of like was like a jump scare. You're just walking, it pops up, and it could just one shot you just right I then and there. I don't remember that one. Hold on. Yeah, I don't remember that one. <laughs> yeah, I forget the name of it, but I remember seeing a video on um, like Twitter and people were just like, yeah, you know you're playing Xenoblade when this happens. It was like one of those <laughs> meme kind of things. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it for X. But like, I haven't finished the story, but I was really, really far. It's just I think I was blocked with some kind of like affinity requirement or some shit. And like the thing is, I think at the time I only had que- gathering quests left to like do, and I was just like, I don't like gathering quests. Mm. <laughs> no, no. 
so I stopped playing, but like I would have replayed it because like I'm always like I'm kind of in the mood lately to replay it, but the problem is that I've been passing my Wii U around so people could play Zelda. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have not my Wii U right now, but I have tons of other consoles and game to play, so I'm just like meh. <laughs> but uh yeah, moving on to Xenoblade 2, which is honestly my favorite Xenoblade. Like, as far as story and like, well, the story of one was really good too. It was just like, I did not really feel attached to the characters I did in Xenoblade 2. Like, I don't know, there's something about the casting in Xenoblade 2 that made me like really get drawn to it and it was a drug. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did finish Xenoblade 2, <laughs> just, just to say. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah thing is the Xenoblade 2 kind of came out like in a place where I was like pretty miserable like I had a lot of sh shit going on with my in my life like um some conflict with some people and like some other things I was just like like it was a really bad place so whenever it came out it it was like it'll light in the whole like dramatic stuff and would bring me some smile on my face because it was so quirky and like like the old cast was kind of quirky and funny to some extent mm -hmm. so I was really liking it and yeah I pretty much spent well I started to play it mostly around Christmas after it came out because I didn't have a switch first I got a switch around Christmas mm -hmm. so yeah, pretty much the old month of January afterwards, like, I was, like, gone. <laughs> I was pretty much, like, playing that nonstop forever. <laughs> but what I like about Xenoblade 2 as well is the fact that, um, you know, like, the quests were kind of balanced with the story, so there was no way I could get, like, sidetracked like Xenoblade 1. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, they, there was a bunch of other quests, but they were kind of, like, hidden with, like, the old Blade Affinity chart. So it was stuff that was less in my face that I knew I could do whenever. So, like, I was doing the quests, like, between the stories and stuff. And, like, whenever I had none left, I was like, oh, okay, time to progress with the story. You know, just... So that way I was not, like, completely sidetracking doing millions of quests. <laughs> So that's the yeah. that's also the reason why I actually managed to finish this one because like the quests were more balanced along with the story, so I was able to finish the story and I was also really into it, like I could really not stop playing. Oh, can I just say also when they whenever they announced Cosmos that I lost my mind? <laughs> yes. I think like I was, I was yeah. literally spamming everyone, every, my every friend, being like, "Cosmos in the game," even though they knew nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I kept like rewatching the the video a million times. It was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah, guys! I finally got it. I got it. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, you did. Yeah. Well, oh, nice. Congratulations. Nice. I think cats still haven't gotten her. That sucks. <laughs> but oh, it took so long. But yeah, it took, even yeah. for me, it took me a long time, but not not nearly as long as like cat or you. I think like I still grinded a lot. Like one of the reasons why I was broken in this game is the fact that I grinded so much just to get like. 
cosmos. Like I was grinding crystals and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get I was my in, like, third playthrough before I got. Oh her. my gosh. Was, oh my gosh. So long. Yeah, the only yeah, one. I got our... The only one thing that made me like into the story was the fact that I was grinding for cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was. Uh, I think I got her. I don't remember which chapter it was, but at least a number. But the chapter where uh, you go on that whole continent that's like there's thunder everywhere. It's kind of like there's barely anyone. There's just a small camp. I forgot the name because I have a bad memory with names. <laughs> uh, Terra something. I don't know, but. Basically, whenever you go there, like, I had Cosmos right before that, but it's because I grinded her, like, forever, and I refused to continue until I got her. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really, it was funny because I was really losing hope. Like, I was looking, like, I was pretty much looking at my screen with the most bored face ever as like the blades were coming through because we still did not have really that option of skipping yet. So I was just like looking at the blade animation being like, uh, still not her. <laughs> but it's funny because at some point I was just like, yeah, I'm going to open a few just to see. She's probably not going to pop. I look at the screen, so super bored. And then I see her form coming. I was just like, Everyone just like go up on my chair like what what is it happening? <laughs> and then she just pop and I went like ah! <laughs> like pretty much like I, I was losing my mind and then I started to like equip her and stuff and in the next boss it was funny because whenever you find that giant mech dinosaur thing like it was actually kicking my butt. But the, the Hilbert effect saved my ass. <laughs> <laughs> the Hilbert effect is amazing in that Yeah, game. it is. And then I think afterwards, I actually finished the boss with like an ex-boster. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy to do that. But yeah. Zillblade 2, yeah. It was a game that really drew me. And I really liked like all this sort of cameos attached to a little bit here and there. And whenever I saw that connection at the end, I lost my mind too. It was just like, oh my god. But even like Zillblade 1, whenever I watched the cutscene and actually got to the end and saw that stuff, I was just like, huh, so the Zohar isn't there too. <laughs> oh. Just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I really... I really, really like the connections that Monolith does all the time. It's like in X how like I I would have found that Zor shaped thing like before even getting there with the story. <laughs> oh, I also have a chaos outfit in Zillblade X, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's pretty much it. Like Zillblade Two is like really cool and like. I liked every second of it as long as I also loved the the characters and stuff. But in the in the old thing, I'd say story wise, like Zenosaga will always be in my heart because <laughs> Zenosaga was like just an amazing trip, and I really loved the development of everything in it. Just, uh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, moving on because I think I'm I'm talking too much. 
<laughs> oh no, so, you're fine. You're fine. I'm, I'm going like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much huh? it. I think with my Exynos story, like Saga is will always be my favorite. But I really love all of the others too. Like they all have their good and bad points, regardless of what some people say. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they compare, hey, when they do that. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, then we'll uh, move on to the main event. So, yeah, this episode is about music. Uh, even though the series has multiple music composers, like every single Zeno game has oh, yeah. amazing music. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd keep this kind of uh, casual and kind of go around in a circle and like have each of us kind of discuss each of our favorite songs from several of the games. Yeah, I don't know if we should go game yeah. from game since, like, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so many good tracks for you. Yeah, game. like, earlier I was actually going through, like, some song that was trying to take note of, like, some song that I really like, and I was like, my list is yeah. getting long here. <laughs> I cannot uh. choose. <laughs> Yeah, we might have to do a d- more than one episode <laughs> uh, for the music alone. So something for music that I think is kind of interesting uh-huh. for the uh-huh. first Xenosaga oh in particular mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. uh, that game, a lot of it is yeah. silent. Oh, uh, yeah. Or, the <laughs> music, or like the background yeah. is very atmospheric. You kind of just hear a couple yeah. sounds here and there. So yeah. when you do hear music in that game... It always seemed to have more of an impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It's just like, yeah. oh my goodness, this song just kind of came out of nowhere, but it's really good. But then you're just kind of given you're just kind of given silence, and I always thought that was kind of a weird design yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. I think it was a design choice in Zelda Saga One. Some people might say no, it's just them being lazy. I think that was actually kind of cool. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I I didn't mind it. I think it was cool, but I think some kind of like a few more sounds to it would have been nice because I feel like dead silence is a bit too too silent kind of like and sometimes I was like I, w- I want to hear something at least when I explore <laughs> I, I think it, I, I felt like it might have been better if their like music was at least like in towns maybe yeah that too uh, but that's one thing I could definitely agree with yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. like there wasn't I don't even think there was anything for like when you were on the Elsa you know? No, no, it wasn't. No. So it was just like, I don't know. It was empty, but it, it made like the weighty moments of that game feel weighty when the music was happening. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it, I think it's kind of interesting yeah. how yeah. they kept a lot of the compositions for really, really important moments of the game. Whereas anything that I guess they kind of figured wasn't too important, it was just kind of you doing like the busy work that kind of kept it silent, which is just kind of weird and interesting to me. It was also like creepier than, than the oh, rest for of sure. the game. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, like there was just some harrowing moments in that game, like uh, when Tranko's story was happening. Yeah, all that stuff. For sure, and, that was kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was just, uh, it just, like, it just had, like, this weird kind of eerie feel to it. Yeah. A lot of the mm-hmm. soundtrack did, and uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. So what did you, how did you guys feel about there only being two battle themes for episode one? 
I absolutely hate that. Uh, and it's uh. and it's because like the battle themes are great. Like I actually really like the normal battle theme, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just a shame that we never got like a real yeah, boss sure. theme. I would have liked to have had one. The final boss theme is really good, and that's and that's just it. It's like it's great. It's just like it, I really wish that the bosses in Zelda Saga One had their own theme because to me, in an RPG, bosses are usually an event, and it's something that I always tend to remember. Yeah. So for Zelda Saga One, the bosses not having having like the same as like regular battle music mm-hmm. kind of just mm-hmm. made them lose a little bit yeah, of impact. For sure. To me, at least. Yeah. Especially when you compare it yeah. to something like Xenosaga 3, or even Xenosaga 2, for that matter. Like, both of those games had some really oh, cool yeah. boss themes, especially Xenosaga oh, yeah. 3. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like, uh, what, what was it? It's like Battle for Your Soul? Yeah, that um, was I really good. And actually, one of my friends is... Uh, at the time, like, she was more studying, but, like, she's not a music teacher. And, like, it's her favorite song of all of Xenosaga. <laughs> It's because her, her boyfriend was pretty much like playing Zeno Saga, so like she she pretty much heard the songs, but that one song, like composition wise, she's just like, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of pretty. But it is a really good song. What like is accomplished? Yep. Like sound-wise in all the Xenosaga games, considering in the first game you did have Mitsuda and the London Philharmonic like recording, and then mm. like you had like Kajra and like her band in like the third game, mm-hmm. and it was like the third game. I like the soundtrack in that one a lot more mm-hmm. because I just feel. Like, I just like the way it was used a lot more. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like it tells, like, the soundtrack itself helps tell the story in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't totally feel that way in the first game, because there's very few, like, recurring tracks, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, so, like, there's... Like, you don't have any, like, backdrops or anything like that. Yeah, although I'd say the game. the first one is still, even though, like, in the actual areas, you don't really have music. Like, whenever there's music for the cutscenes, like, I really, really love the style of, like, those music <laughs> compositions. I'm just, like, <laughs> I think I just yeah. really like how dramatic and orchestra it is. Like, it's just, like, amazing. <laughs>
Yeah, um, I really liked um, Xenosaga 3. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I know I mentioned Battle yeah. for Your Soul before, but I think yeah. one of my favorite uses of it was early on when you fight ES yeah. Navi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that and that theme played. I remember just like because the graphics are great in Xenosaga Three, and it made mm. them like quite yeah. the spectacle. Oh yeah! And I just remember oh, yeah. like when I, having multiple moments where I was playing that. I remember that fight in particular. When I got to it, I straight up put the controller down and just looked at it because I just wanted to absorb it. I was so <laughs> amazed at what yeah. I saw, and yeah. I can think of that was one moment like that. Um, also later on with Fatal Fight. <laughs> Fatal Fight. Oh Fatal my gosh! Fight, yes. Yeah. And I did not expect them to bring that back. When they brought it back for three, and actually Fiddle Fight on, um, when they brought that back in, in, in Zenosaga 3, that was when it really hit me that this series was over. Because I noticed that Zenosaga 3 has a has a lot more of a somber yep. tone to it mm-hmm. than the other ones. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if like the game is sad that it's ending. Mm-hmm. It's like everything just feels final. Like this is it. We're at the end of this ride, yep. you know? And so when you got to that to that final fight, um, and Fiddle Fight's playing, and it's just well, it wasn't the final battle, but we got to where Fatal Fight's playing. Mm-hmm. It just like really felt like this is it. This is the this is the moment. We're at the climax of this game, or we're approaching it. It's over. <laughs> and oh man, I, I felt so sad during that fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, though, it, it's funny because uh, Fatal Fight, like from Zero Saga Two, is actually one of my favorite songs. Probably because it's like so upbeat, and I kind of really like upbeat songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what makes it so interesting is because in Zenosaga 2, that plays and it's and it's super upbeat because you're just like, oh man, this is some yep. cool fight scene going on and it was a really oh great gosh, fight yes. scene. Yes. And oh then gosh. when it comes back in Zenosaga 3, it, it just has that feeling of like, it's a lot more somber. It's a lot sadder. And it's almost like the game is just saying, we're wrapping, up, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is it, guys. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like the and the final boss battle theme being called "Promised Pain" because this, <laughs> this is the end. We we promised this pain would happen. Uh. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> That's like probably yeah. one of the best songs I think because like it's like the culmination of like that whole game, that song, and like because it's cool because I actually have the track listing up now and. Promise Pain actually includes like stuff from uh, Mother I Miss You and like a prelude to the tragedy. Like it's got like parts of those songs. In yeah. It. And it just kind of brings like the whole game together. Mm. And like as a final boss theme, I really couldn't ask for more than that. Mm-hmm. Like because like a lot of I've heard like like a lot of criticism like about the final boss being like easy and stuff. Yeah. But, like, it, it kind of is, but, like, it still feels very, like, weighty because of, like, the music and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it, Zelda Zelda 3 just in general has a lot of weight to it. Even the normal battle themes, which for some reason tend to be hard to find on YouTube. Like, I'm, I know, um, I remember Tyler, I was asking you, like, to try to find me the uh, ES battle, and I couldn't find that for, like, yeah. months. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Fallout is the normal battle theme in Xenosaga 3, and I just remember, like, that song just having a lot of weight to it, just feeling very powerful, very sad, and it, it also didn't help that I was playing um, Xenosaga 3 for the first time during the winter, mm -hmm. so it was, like, snowing uh, outside. And it just created like this really interesting atmosphere in the room where I had that song playing and you have like the snows falling down and yeah, it just, I, I really love the atmosphere the music and sounds like three created. I think it made for a kind of like really heavy thing, really heavy game, really heavy story. Um, very, 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 very like almost sympathetic and just like, it's sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's awesome that like it pays a lot of respect to like the series past. Like, there's a mm -hmm. lot of stuff like it brought back from Xenosaga. Yeah, 2. for sure. There's a lot of like callbacks to Xenogears, like with Abel's arc and stuff like that. Yeah, when I saw that, I had actually played some a lot of Xenogears. So I, I could make the connection a bit. I was just like, oh my god, they're using that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I often say uh, Xenosaga 3 is like the biggest cock tease for Gears fans. <laughs> yes. Cuz it's like it's like yeah, if we were going to remake Xenogears, which we aren't by the way, this is kind of what it would have looked like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Do I still think do I still think my Megas was a bit too much, but that that's just me. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of agree, but there's just there's just so much to the soundtrack of that game. Um. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I didn't. Uh, I was done. <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I noticed that we uh, kind of skipped over episode two because it it kind of has that. Um, I love episode those two, two soundtrack personally. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's divided into two separate soundtracks, one for the story, one for the gameplay. And the the story soundtrack's really really good. And the gameplay one, it's I the battle I teams are good. Up. The battle teams are good though. I, yeah, it's I really like the battle teams. I just The thing with the battle themes is um maybe I'm alone in this. But am I the only one that thinks the victory theme in Xenosaga 2 is a little bit out of oh, place? Oh, that, that like one, yes, slightly. Like oh, that should have been in a... Yeah, it sounds like that should have been in a Tales of game, <laughs> not Xenosaga. Yeah. Yeah. That's like most of the gameplay segments for me in that game in general. Like, it doesn't feel like it belongs... Yeah, like, like, I... the story that it's trying to t tell, in addition to like the other problems that Xenosaga Two has, like it, everything just feels kind of like out of place in that game. Yeah, I mean, like I know uh, Shinji Hosoe, he usually does the uh, Zero Escape game soundtracks, so he he is capable of doing really good soundtrack. But I just think he was not a very good choice for Xenosaga. 
Yeah, well, I'd say, yeah, for, for the, when you go around, like, places, I can say that, yeah, music was a bit, maybe, too different from original style of Xenosaga, but as far as battle teams goes, like, I really, really enjoyed the battle teams. <laughs> I actually kind of like the normal battle theme, too. Mm. Um, it, it was, that wasn't bad, it was just a victory yeah. theme that I thought was kind of just like, Yeah, huh? it's like, it, yeah, it sounded like too, like, upbeat and i guess too i don't know too cheerful i don't know it was it was it, it was, sounds <laughs> like a fantasy game yeah not like some yeah. sci-fi dark yeah it definitely did not match with Saga. so i say soundtrack wise like for more like the movie-ish soundtrack wise um i'd say some of my favorite title are metal fight um Communication breakdown that is amazing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Oh I I wish they had used more of communication oh breakdown because I re- yeah because I remember they used part of it for when Abel's arc popped up, but then I don't think they like used like some of the vocal parts. Or- yeah. <laughs> And I really like also the song called Better, which is playing mostly, I think, with Junior. Just, I, I'm not sure, I'll, like, if you guys all remember which one it is, it has, like, some kind of vocal to it. To it. Is that like played during the scene with Junior and Sakura, or uh, or is that a I different song? I think that one played. For the thing is, I don't fully remember what plays where because it's been so long. <laughs> but, oh. but um, yeah, I think it's one of the kind of not exactly Sakura team, but like more of a Junior-ish team that is kind of like remixed with a bit of vocal. Well, a lot of vocal, like actually. I'm not sure, but I think it might have played around the part where uh, he's going for albedo, but I'm not sure. Like, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> but I really like that song, oh, too, because it always sticks in my head. And the final battle theme I thought was kind of weird for that game, too. I actually, you know I actually like I... it, though. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna have to look it up because I can't remember it at all. Yeah, if you if you want to like, look what? up better to kind of like, uh... it feels it feels kind of weird. There's just like I don't know that whole game is weird to me. Now, when you say the final battle, are you talking about Albedo or the yeah. Space Pope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that, oh, okay. that was kind of like a weird soundtrack. <laughs> kind of, it wasn't like the rest of the game. Like. 
Well, I know the subtlety with the Pope is like super dramatic with a little bit of vocal too. Oh yeah, I, sh I, I should remember this because I played... I remember I played the ending multiple times in order to steal that item from the Space Pope to pay off Captain Matthew's debt. <laughs> so, but I don't... But I, I can't... Uh, Captain Matthews. Oh god, and that game didn't have money. Can I just say that, like, whenever I rewatched the Exil Saga cutscene, like, I've been watching them mm -hmm. in Japanese to hear the Japanese voices, and I was kind of mm -hmm. mind-blown of the fact that uh, Captain Marius was, like, old Joseph and, like, Tony was, like, Dio, <laughs> because I'm a JoJo fan now. <laughs> oh, yes! Is it really? <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't... That's funny. <laughs> it's just, like, because I, I already heard the voices before, but, like, at that time, I did mm -hmm. not know JoJo, and it got animated much later. So, like, now that I've been binge-watching JoJo a lot, like, Whenever I heard those voices, I was just like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so weird to me. But it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So what what are your um what is everyone here? What what's your favorite, I guess like uh background theme for like whenever you're in a new area? Like I, I guess like I'll I'll start like the one that I really like is Submerged City, uh, old militia and Zenosaga Hmm. This really calm and it's just very relaxing tune, mm -hmm. which is kind of weird because like you're exploring this air, this like city that's just kind of yeah. destroyed, mm -hmm. and you get yeah. like, this super calm and peaceful music playing. <laughs> Serene destruction. trying to think because I'd say like a lot of my favorite musics are mostly like the cinematic ones or the battle teams <laughs> um but my oh sorry go on but, like yeah I, I, I'm looking through my list and trying to find uh something <laughs> that is like from the field <laughs> uh mine would definitely be in a limestone cave in Xenosai episode 3 it's just like that song is just so tranquil and I just like just want to stay like stay in place while it plays big fan of Assault Number 2 from uh, Xenosaga 3. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, that was really good. During the, during the militia invasion. Uh, the flutes are so good mm. in that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, it's just like one of those things where it's just like, uh, like I said, like it kept, it, it was very respectful to like the, the uh, older games songs and stuff because Assault was actually from uh, Saga 2 and then uh, Assault number 2 was just like you know it felt really like it felt like it was really happening you know mm -hmm. like it was like 
got, I don't know, everything just got all serious. Yeah. And, like, kind of sad, really. Like, I don't know, that whole game is just sad. <laughs> but I think, I think yeah. I, I, I do yeah. like a lot of the, like, three, like, songs, whatever, I walked around, it's just that it, it's hard for me to, like, really remember what place where, whenever it's more of, like, environment like that, because it kind of yeah. blends in, and my brain just absorbs more of the visual than than the rest, but, like, like I hear it as I go, but then I don't remember where it's played, uh-huh. kind of. <laughs> I don't know if you understand that feeling, kind of thing. But, yeah, just have trouble, like, remembering what played where. <laughs> so I'm just, like, uh, um, trying to remember. Actually, while we're, while we're on the topic of um, somber songs from Zelda Saga 3, and I noticed that there was one song in Saga 3 that kind of stood out to me because it breaks yeah. that trend. Uh-huh. And it's at the very mm-hmm. beginning. It's uh, rolling down the UMM. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, you, like, yeah. the very first part. It's like that super jazzy, yes. like, oh, yes. I, I like it, but it's just so out of place it, when you kind of think about the rest of the song. Yes. <laughs> it was out of place, but I loved it. Yeah, it wasn't kind of like it's kind of funny. It's like the first thing you hear after, like the opening cutscene, like mm-hmm. which has which <laughs> right, has exactly. like prelude to the tragedy. So it's like so it's like all dark and gloomy and gloom and doom and like Kevin's mother's getting like nosified and like he flies <laughs> off from space and then like all of a sudden, yeah. It's like the it's like this really cheesy elevator music. I yes. absolutely love it. Like yes. whenever I'm walking around like building, sometimes that just plays in my head. It's weird. It's funny. Um, I mean, there was also um, I can't remember the name of the song, but like this, like speaking of Kevin, like and his mother, like the the, the theme on Mictum, like was really good. I, can't remember the name of it for the life of me. Uh, that is probably uh, "Mother, I Miss You" or "A Prelude to the Tragedy." One of those two. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because um, th- see, that's why I like the soundtrack of Xenosaga Three is because like there's like there, like in it there's like story arcs, but mm. the soundtrack has arcs. Too, if you if you pay attention, like, yeah, it does. There's there's prelude there's prelude to the tragedy, mm-hmm. and um, uh, mother, I miss you. Those are Kevin's. Then there's like the harsh truth, and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, the harsh truth. Kevin's, is really good. Kevin's explaining to Shion, but like those are just like specific songs, like for Kevin mostly, uh, when he's on screen. And then there's mm-hmm. also since he's a testament, he's got the testament theme going for him. But then, like, so all the testaments have the testament theme when play when they're around, you know, uh, Virgil and uh, Voyager. I love that song. They all have the testament theme. So, like, they've there's, like, this whole, like, testament thing going on in the background with the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But also, in addition to that, Voyager's got his own theme for when, he's a, when he has his confrontation with Ziggy. And uh, Virgil's got his own theme. Uh, Virgil's Lament, which is like, 
that's honestly the church scene is probably my favorite one of my favorite scenes. <gasps> the the church game. scene. Yeah, it's one of my favorite. Oh scenes yeah, that game. that but, scene. Oh. <laughs> but this, Ooh, but, uh, but that's why I like love the soundtrack for this game because it's like, it's like all narratively built. You know, it's like I can't really do that same thing with if I go back and look at like Xenosaga One. Like, there's, like, fighting Cosmos and stuff like that, but there's nothing, like, returning that comes back yeah. and, like, reinforces it as, like, a theme Those Saga 2 had a I mean? bit of that going, considering, like, yeah. it was, like, same composer. But it was also, of. like, Saga 2 kind of made Xenosaga 3 soundtrack a little bit stronger because it did, it did bring back Assault. Yep. And it did bring back, um, what was it? There was a couple of other Fiddle ones. Fight? Uh, yeah. There's a song. Uh, there's like an instrumental version of the ending theme. Sweet song. Oh yeah, it's that's one. Oh yeah. Well. And so it's it's very like the soundtrack of Xenosaga Three is like very conscious <laughs> of what it's like trying to do, and like it's very emotionally manipulative. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's I like it. I like it very much. Like, because I just yeah. think that it's done smarter than the previous Saga games. Not to say I don't like the other Saga game soundtracks, but, like, this one, like, is really, really good. Yeah, for sure. It follows the, the story a lot and stuff, but kind of, like, make everything, like, amplified by I don't know how much, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and they also brought back Here She Comes, uh, oh, Cosmos' yeah, theme, yeah, that. which I I definitely prefer the episode 3 version. Because yeah, episode 2 one, one had that some weird like beat to it that I didn't like, but uh, yeah, that, I love that song. Like almost like, there was like um, an almost like industrial feel somewhat <laughs> to a lot of Xenosaga 2's uh, yeah. soundtrack, um, which I mean, I like it. Because it's like supposed to be like in the future and stuff, and everything's like technologically advanced and stuff like that. But, uh, like, I just think that like emotionally, Saga Three just like takes it and like puts it into like overdrive. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, for sure. Mm-hmm. They're just like step on the gas, you know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Saga Two was kind of like in between two, but. I think I think one of the reasons why it's one that I like a lot is the fact that a lot of it does like slightly more upbeat. So like, I think as far as listening, while I do other things, it's one of those that I like to re-listen to the most. And I think if I listened to Saga Tree, I'd probably cry. So that's why after the love I'm waiting, I'm like, no, I don't want to hear it. Especially um, no, yeah, especially like uh, Hepatica, uh, like. Uh, I think the one Cosmos. Oh. Cosmos, yeah, are I believe in you. Like, one of the... no, I think it's the one I believe in you. The one with the strings. Oh my god, the, that one. Like, if I listen to it, I start crying right away. I'm just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I get the same I get the same way whenever maybe tomorrow plays I I yeah. I can't <laughs> we'll listen to that song without tearing yeah, up. Sure. 
maybe tomorrow has like parts of Hepatica in it. And then like but Hepatica three Hepatica is like throughout the whole game, it's another one of those like narrative arcs that like the soundtrack kinda has. Mm-hmm. Like because you first hear it when uh I think you first hear it when Cosmos wakes up when you go get her from the garbage dump. And then like you keep hearing it like when it like during emotional scenes between like Xion and Cosmos. Yeah. And so like at the end it's just like, oh my goodness, my feelings. Why are you stepping oh, yeah. on them? <laughs> yes. And when she finally fuses with uh, Telos, I think it's when they Yeah. Uh and then Telos has her themes and like it's just awesome. This soundtrack. I'm looking at like the listing and there's a video on YouTube. It's like it's like five and a half hours long, the whole thing. <laughs> yep, it is. <laughs> it's like I'm pretty sure I've downloaded this too. Just so I was like, in case it gets lost. I'll never lose it. It's just sad though that a lot of tracks are like unreleased too though. <laughs> yeah, like Yeah. That's you know, I've thought about that and like when you're when you're releasing a CD or a record or something like that, like I would say like the ideal length is to keep it like about forty five to fifty minutes because like otherwise it's just not going to get listened to. I really don't think that it's like worth putting that much more in a, in a soundtrack. Probably not when this game came out either in 2006. So Yeah. Um, but I really wish that there was like a, like a definitive version of the soundtrack that we could have. Right. But I don't know if we ever will. Probably not. <laughs> no, no. Please, Bandai Namco, one of these days, give us a full soundtrack for episode three of Xenosaga. Yeah, so I can actually find the songs I want. <laughs> <laughs> if you won't give us an HD Xenosaga, at least give us this. <laughs> yeah, although HD Xenosaga <laughs> would be amazing. <laughs> yes, it would. Yes, it would. Well, speaking of like ending themes, like did what were like your favorite ending themes of this? And it was like each or what does any of the ending themes stand out more than others? Oh man, that's hard. Can it be for any Xeno game? Yeah, for me, there's a there's a clear winner for all the Xeno games, but there's a favorite Xeno Saga one and a favorite Xenoblade one. So, yeah. Well, I'd say, like, I really liked the Addictive Little Saga one because it was, like, it had, like, so much climax and then it was, like, so emotional. It was just like, ah! And I, like, they pretty much play with your emotion at the end, you know, like, is Cosmos gonna make it, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> just, like... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I really liked that one. When first I heard you speak to me my feelings show but you shielded me and that was the beginning but I also really like the the one like the ones that I that plays around like 
zoocycletry because that's all that also amplifies the feeling of wanting to cry like a baby. <laughs> but the yeah yeah maybe tomorrow's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, but my favorite from the whole Xeno series is definitely uh, small two pieces. That's the best. That was it's be gotta be. Tail. It's gotta be the best <laughs> one, man. It's gotta be the best. <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, who sang, sings it? Oh, I, I'm looking on Wikipedia. Uh, it says it's sung, sung by Joanne Hogg. Yes, Joanne Hogg. She did. Yeah, I absolutely love that song. Um, the lyrics are great. There's a verse in that that actually hits really close to yeah. home for me on a personal level. And I just like, I remember beating Xenogears. I was, I was kind of young. It was like a really late, like I think it was a Friday or a Saturday night. It was on the weekend. And I was just staying up really late, and I was beating uh, Deus, and I just remember watching the ending, and then that song playing, and just me just laying there listening to that song, and it was just a great feeling. Just it felt so satisfying, and the and the lyrics are so great. I still listen to the song like all the time. I actually didn't. I it's didn't awesome. expect it to play. You know, after mm-hmm. after the ending sequence, I was just like, oh man. <laughs> It got me. It got me when I good. see the thing of gears, I'll let you guys know what I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it hits home, and the song is really, absolutely, just beautiful. I think, um, and I also think this is one of the uh, one of those cases where the English version is better than the Japanese one. I like both versions, um, but I also like uh, both versions of the Zeno uh, Saga one. Yeah ending pretty sure there's two versions of that too i'm not exactly sure because i think the youtube videos i watched kind of did a mix and used the english theme so i don't know if there was a japanese or not i completely forgot well, I, I think i think they're all just in english right Are like they? yeah i think it's, so yeah well it's the same well it's like well yeah, Zenosaga episode one had two themes by Joanne Hogg. It was uh, Kokoro and uh, Pain. Yeah. Yeah. Both are really good. Which both are... Yes, both Which, are really yeah, good. If I'm not listening to Maybe Tomorrow, it's then. <laughs> Those are the two. I like Sweet Song, yeah. though, too. Yeah, that was good, too. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of that song at first, but it, it kind of... Like, Zenosaga episode two itself, it kind of grew on me over time. It's still probably my le- my, like my least favorite, but it's still it's still a good song. And then she did Beyond the Sky, I think, also. I know I won't look behind. I see no regret. 
I'm not as big of a fan of Beyond the Sky. At, at least not as much as I probably should be for some reason. I'm not that was... as big of a fan of it, but I think it's still probably the best Xenoblade ending theme. I didn't really like X's ending theme, and I didn't really like 2's ending theme that much. I really don't remember Beyond the Sky too much, so I'll definitely need to look it up and listen to it again, because I just, I don't really, I don't know, I just don't remember it that well. I don't fully remember either, but uh, in the case of X, though, like, I know the soundtrack really well, I just don't remember which one is supposed to be the ending theme, considering I have not seen the ending, <laughs> but I did hear all uh. the songs. <laughs> Uh, you, you still hear me? Uh-oh. Oh. Still good? Oh, I think, I think Justin cut out. Mm, weird. Justin! Maybe his headphone dirt? Or, wait, did he, did he, you say that he didn't have headphones? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. can you hear, can you hear us, Justin? Whoa! I'm back. <laughs> okay. I'm back. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Okay, just derp there. Yeah, I don't know what happened. For some reason, it uh, just Unless you did miss, like, did you miss something? Well, I said I didn't like Beyond the Sky as much as I probably should have, so if you guys said anything to that, I didn't hear it. Oh! <laughs> I tried to remember. I, th I, just, I said uh, I thought it was the best Xenoblade ending theme, uh, but I wasn't that big of a fan of X's ending theme and 2's ending theme. And I said yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, the Blade ending things haven't been that great, in my opinion. Um, they're okay. Like, I'm not going to say they're bad songs, but when you go from small two pieces, mm. and then mm. you get this, it's kind of like, yeah, it's not as good as the other yeah. ones. Yeah, I, I mean, small two pieces is the best, so. Yeah, I, I'm just very forgetful, or either the, the songs aren't very memorable, or I'm just extremely forgetful, but I don't think I remember much of the Xenoblade ending themes at all. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the problem. They kind of just felt like... I, I, think, I remember like, twos pretty well, but that's probably because it's pretty fresh. I think two mm. kind of blended too much in my brain with all the events that I barely remember how it sounds like. <laughs> like, like, I remember a lot of... Like, X has... A great soundtrack, but for some reason I cannot remember the ending thing to that game. Did you just say X has a great it soundtrack? Does. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not that I hate it. I'm just saying, like you put, you say it on the internet, you get crucified. I know, I know. I don't it's, know why though. Someone who's a great composer, man. <laughs> <laughs> like it. I don't care anyone says. I love X's soundtrack. It's cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got the hip hop music, but you know what? That's so charming to me. I absolutely love New LA's night theme. It's hilarious. I was laughing. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, That's probably my least oh favorite God. one. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. Um, I love like uh, what was another really cheesy song? 
over the rainbow. <gasps> oh, I yeah. love that song. I love that the song. It's catchy, though. I fly around just to hear that song. It's just. It's, uh, yeah, because it's catchy. You hit the jump button. <laughs> you hit the jump button, and all of a sudden the soundtrack's like, well, let's play this instead. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like the Overdrive yeah. theme, too. Yeah. I think, like, yeah. they're singing in German, I think. Like that because I know they uh, sing in a different language. I gotta look that up before I sound <laughs> an idiot. But yeah, there's a lot of German and Solano stuff. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. But like, it's hilarious if you. I don't know anything about German, but like, if you go on YouTube and you look at like the YouTube videos of all the vocal tracks and stuff like that, like, you go to the comment section, people are like, I speak German, this is effing terrible. Like, this is like, the worst. <laughs> Dude, this is the worst German I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> there are people in the comments that like speak German. It's like, why would they do this? Yeah, but German is not exactly. Yeah, I think it is German. I'm looking easy to pronounce, I believe. At least, at least Kadra just makes up her own her own language. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I listen to the vocal tracks on repeat. No shame. Oh no! Yeah. Um, <laughs> That battle theme was really fun too. Um, <laughs> I got a bigger gun. What was it? Oh, I need a bigger oh, gun. Oh my god. Black Tar. <laughs> Oh gosh, it was just so weird, like, you don't get to that part until you're, like, really into the fight, it's just like, you're this tough fight, and that starts happening, like, what? 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 The lyrics are so, like, hilariously <laughs> funny, oh my god. Am I all alone? Like, I remember, because in the game, I didn't pay attention to the lyrics a whole lot, but then one day, I think I was at work, and I had the song on, my headphones, and, the, and I was listening to the lyrics, and I'm just like, what in the world is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I think what I what I like the most about uh, several compositions is the fact that there's always like percussions and stuff, like a lot, and I really like that. <laughs> like I always feel either epic or happy while I listen to them. <laughs> but like I'm not talking only just you know, but like I often like listen about uh, some of those stuff like. On other occasion, uh -huh. whenever I make cosplays, because it just like makes me feel epic. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, I really like oh, Blade yeah, X <laughs> music. Oh, and of course, uncontrollable. That's the that's the ocean song. <laughs> You're being attacked yeah. by a level seventy monster. <laughs> and the level cap is 60, so... And you're, like, level 8. The unique monster teams are always a lot of fun. I I always like. I know it's a it's a cliche pick, and everybody knows the song. But you all know our names was a song that I really like. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. That's really good. I love that song. Yeah, it's overplayed. It's I know everybody. That's the song everybody knows from Xenoblade. But like, um, kind of like what Mahi said, Xenoblade Two uh, was like a, a game that got you out of like a dark, you know, like a really um, tough spot, a rough patch. So Xenoblade One was that game for me. And You All Know Our Names was kind of like a game, it was kind of like a song that really just like put me in a great mood at a time where I yeah. wasn't. So I've always kind of had like an attachment to that song. It's always been like, I kind of adopted it as like my theme song. Sometimes like... <laughs> you enter the room and You All Know Our Names just starts blaring. Yeah. I was just thinking that. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I always love You All Know Our Names because I just, it's just such a fun it, it song. Is. It gets you, like, it gets you pumped. It gets you pumped. Yeah, it gets you pumped. And, and again, like, at the time, like, I just wasn't in a great, like, sp- like, I wasn't really in a good spot, like, mentally and even physically, too. So, like, to just hear that was just, like, something really motivating that I just needed at the time. So I've always liked it for like, that. From and Blade 1, I also song. love... I know there's Blade no, but 2 one has a great From Blade 1, I also love um, confrontation with the enemy. That was really cool, too. Yeah. Yes, engage the enemy hits home too for me. Um, especially like uh, all the scenes that it plays in. There's a video on YouTube where it's like it's a compilation of every time engage the enemy plays, and yeah, you can imagine it's a it's a tearjerker. It's a really sad video because you see all the horrible stuff that's happened to Melly. Oh. Mm. Like the song uh, "While I Think," which is basically her theme. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Engage the Enemy is a fantastic song. Um, that's one that also hits home on a personal note for me. Uh, While I Think mm-hmm. is a great song from Blade One. The regular battle theme yeah. is also fun. I also yeah. like the uh, Mechanist theme. That's that's a really really great one. Also, Gore Plains is yeah, Gore Plains is a classic.
<laughs> oh yeah. Colony Nine had a great song because I just like beginnings. It reminded me of Chrono Cross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, also, I mean, same composer, so, like, it kind of it kind of reminded me of that. And I just like calling nine because it felt like the beginning of an adventure. Like, oh boy, you're in for a ride when yeah. you hear this song. <laughs> mm. yeah. And then Zanza is Godsib 2.0. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Her dad song was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Godson. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh my gosh, that song. So what about um? Let's talk about Xenoblade Two since I guess we've done we've done Saga, we've done X, we've done Blade One. So what about Blade Two? What do you guys think about that soundtrack? I love, I love it. it a lot too. Yes, like, yes, agreed. Like there's a lot of like I have a lot of grievances with that game, but like every time I boot it up and I load into an area and the soundtrack starts playing, I'm just like. Oh my goodness, this is gorgeous. Like, how could anyone hate this part of the game? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, 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 and I'm sorry, but I'm just gonna have to say counterattack! <laughs> counterattack! Yeah. I, I mean, love counterattack. before Xenoblade 2 came out they released like those four songs and I remember just like listening to them and just being so excited for Blade 2 and just trying to think about when these are going to play and I'm like oh man it sounds so <laughs> <Yeah>. good <laughs> the night themes just like Blade 1, Blade 1 had some amazing night themes but Blade 2's were just unbelievable oh, yeah. I loved oh. Araya night theme I love um, 
Tantal Night I theme. Love yes. I love Argentum Night theme. Argentum Night theme just blew me away the first time I heard it. Like when they got a, I think it's an Erhu that they use at in the in that song. But when when like, oh my goodness, the night theme of Argentum just, it's I, I actually play that sometimes. Like when it's around five six o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and it's like the day is over. It, it just feels so great when you have that song playing. Yeah, for sure. I like that choir group, uh, Nuna. Yeah. yeah, or um, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, whoever they hired for like the Shadows of the Lowlands and stuff like that, that was awesome. Oh, oh, yeah, that song. Mm. the uh indol theme and stuff like that like yes that's a great basically one. The, basically all the songs that like <laughs> sounded songs. super like religious <laughs> yeah in that game yes yeah. i actually like as far as like uh, souls while like story goes like i remember whenever i got to uh ah <laughs> like my memory with names is horrible but with the villain guy <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. Just I need to pull like a list of the places because like I always forget the name of places. <laughs> but uh, is technically when you get to the church-like place of the yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I don't mean like in space. I mean like the the dragon thing. Indol. Yeah, Indol. Thank you. <laughs> I was just like. I had the name like really close, but I was just like trying to say it. And, ah. <laughs> but yeah, the team of that, like when I walked in and I even like the styles of like the big, the style, the style mostly of the big building and all, I was just like, this reminds me of Zeno Saga. I'm in a nappy place right now. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I heard the song too, and I just, I think that was one of the places in Blade 2 where I just like would I've put down my controller and listen to music because I really like the music of that place. <laughs> I've done that so many times in the Xeno series and mm-hmm. like not in other series where like even like that it, they're praised for their music. I won't just like sit my controller down. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like I've done it so many times with like all these games. Oh, but they have such like, amazing music. Like, Absolutely. Like, I, I always return to Xenal music just for the fact that it's just so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's because like the songs they complement the backgrounds and the environment so damn well. Mm-hmm. Like in Xenoblade mm-hmm. One, I love how the day and night transitions and like when they just switch songs and how everything just comes to life like one of the my favorite moments of this actually i'll take two of my favorite moments of this from blade one was satoral marsh uh, like how cool was uh, it oh when God. you're walking through satoral oh marsh it's just like dirty and gross 
and then night falls and it just like lights up and I'm just like oh my oh, goodness the music is so peaceful and amazing the music is incredibly just like oh my god this is yeah. so cool And uh, that was a great one. Another one is, and um, oh no, why can't I think of the name of it? It was the the mountain where there's all the oh, snow. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When that turns to night, that was another beautiful piece. I don't hear a lot of people talk about for some reason. Um, it's just like they got that piano going and whatever. Like it snows, I actually play that song, and I <sighs> had that like stuck in my head because it's just like it conveys such. It could face so many like emotions that you can relate to that particular scene mm -hmm. because it's just mm -hmm. your party walking through this giant mountain, all the snow, and it conveys that sense of loneliness in just a really good way that just complements the story at that point. It's so cool. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of amazed how good all the music is because I'm pretty sure Takahashi's on record for saying he didn't used to think music was that important. Yeah, but it, it's funny because like it's the music that the game music that I go back the most for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's ironic because I'd say that almost any Zeno fan will say that like the music is part of what made those games memorable. Yeah, I mean, isn't it? Uh, yeah, doesn't he like also like like he helps with the music in a certain extent, doesn't he, Takahashi? Like, doesn't he like uh, so like to like. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this. Uh, I'm pretty sure that um, he directed like the music placement in like at least Zero Saga Three. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he. I think he, that's what he does. I think he like picks like where certain songs like play. Like okay, and I feel like he also like does he write some of the. the the lyrics to like the ending themes or maybe I'm mistaken on that. Uh, I don't know if he does or not. I don't know. I don't know what his I don't know what his role is as far as music goes. Yeah, cuz I know like I'm bleh. But the only reason I said that about Xenosaga 3 was like I'm pretty sure he's in the credits. You know. Yeah. As okay. Yeah. That I, person that does that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Like he's written some of the lyrics. I don't know if he's like trans. Well, I don't know. Know if his English is that good, but I know he's uh, done like the lyrics for Pain. Um. Maybe Kilkoro. I'm not certain. Well, it's interesting how he kind of like put some self-involvement in various aspects of the game including the music like that yeah for sure but i mean it's kind of important to like have the music plays in, in like good spots because i mean that's what's going to amplify any scene you watch mm, all right yep though i heard about like uh like you know 
older podcast how like they kind of had weird placement with the Japanese version apparently. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that was the pure episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. Was that with Sinosaga episode two? Yeah, I think it was Sinosaga episode two because I think Pure said something about how some of the gameplay music was in some of the cutscenes in, in the Japanese version. It was like super jarring <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I guess uh, if the YouTube Japanese cutscene kept the sound for like you know the the Japanese music, I'll see what he beats there. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be funny, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, oh, did we, oh, did we even talk about Xenogears that much no. in terms of music? <laughs> Not really. I'm gonna oh. add some tracks here. What's a Xenogears? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I, no, that game has got really does. great music. Oh yeah, we can talk oh, about yeah. it briefly. Fantastic music. I think we've we have kind of covered Xenogears' music in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure we did. If we did it, then whoops. Yeah, you guys. I, I can't hear <laughs> that you guys didn't talk about it on top of like the rest of your Xenogear episodes. So, because <laughs> I've been like binge like listening to the podcast like while at work. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. Yes, thank just, you. It was the only place I could really listen to. So I pretty much binge listened them like this week because I had no time to before that. <laughs> I was like, this is my plan to catch up. <laughs> Some of my favorite Xenogears soundtracks, other than the vocal ones, which is uh, Star Tears and Small Two Pieces. I like My Village is number one. Mm-hmm. I like Shattering Egg of Dreams. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, uh, the Wounded Shall Vance to Light. Classic. Oh yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> June Mermaid is pretty good. There's just there's a bunch of really good ones. The one who bears his teeth at God, or yeah. Uh, no? Yeah. yeah that was okay. Good yeah, too. that one. I also one. really oh. like the team of the uh, graph, like the the bad guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Like his team is really cool. Oh yeah, his theme was really cool. Remastered soundtrack yet? Uh, I've heard bits and pieces, but not enough to like remember it fluently. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it a couple times. It's really, really good. But yeah, like they did a really good. Yeah, job. from what I've heard, it's good. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, you're talking about uh, the revival or? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I got I uh, I have that on Blu-ray and oh yes, it's yeah, that's really good. Yeah, like the wounded shall advance to the light. They took all those like, I guess like the MIDI sounding choir and like its actual choir now, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is so good. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy how like. Because I, I did see, like, the small parts of the concert on YouTube, too, and I wish to say, it's crazy how, like, you go from the old sound to, like, the orchestra that you're just, like, mind-blown because <laughs> the sound just gets, like, so much, like, epic, and you're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoy it. Like, especially, I really like orchestra styles of music, so... It's just, uh, <laughs> it's really good. I also love, um, in Gears 1, the world map theme. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I think I did mention it on a previous episode, but the world map theme yeah. always gets me. I remember the first time getting there and just putting the controller <laughs> down and watching it. Yeah. Because I c- just couldn't believe like how cool it was. It, just, it was a song that really emphasized freedom. You felt like, oh man, I just want to run around. I can do whatever yeah. I want here. And yeah. that was a really, really cool one. Uh, the battle themes oh were God, fantastic as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's really cool. And I like how the boss team, somebody found out where that was. <laughs> yeah. Was okay, yeah. I, I didn't even that. go ahead and click on it because I was listening at, at work with like the MP3 files. So mm-hmm. like, I didn't even like go click on it, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> Maybe I should, like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd listen to it. Um, it's really interesting when you see the source of it. It's just like, wow. All, all these years, people were saying it was, like, some nonsense. Like, oh, they're saying having sex in a poison gas chamber. But, like, no, that's not what they're saying. <laughs> Actually, that should be a topic for another podcast. Like, uh, uh, like wrong Xenoblade lyrics. <laughs> a lot. Of, like, I know um, on YouTube, when you look up Satchel Marsh at night, yeah. a lot of people yeah. will write that the lyrics are saying, He's still la tuna. <laughs> it's like, people always come up with, like, weird lyrics and saying, like, oh, yeah, they're saying he's still a tuna. <laughs> so, so dumb. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Gears has a really, really great soundtrack. I'm trying to think, like, what are some other great songs from it? I remember, what was the the song that plays in the town that Faye is from? My Village, our village number one. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I also like the Dazil, or I think that. Oh yeah, yeah that, that. Yeah, the theme song with the like the like almost like a children choir or something like that is really really awesome.
I really like the this. I think I remember I really Solaris like having a good theme too. I really like the song that plays in the uh, Igrasil too. <gasps> yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like so good. <laughs> Also like the the theme that plays like in the Black Moon Forest, or oh yeah, yeah, because it's it's just like because along with like the lighting in that, it just gives off a certain like sinister vibe to it, and it's just really really yeah, good. Yeah, for sure it is. Like you get there, like oh, is something scary gonna jump on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But otherwise, I'm trying to think like uh, what other Zeno related games have we not covered? Oh, we didn't really talk about Torna. Torna! Uh, <laughs> battle theme, battle theme, battle theme. Yeah, that battle theme yeah. is great. I, it's, That's one of the few battle themes that like I'll look up on YouTube and they'll have a 30 minute loop. I'll actually like listen to the 30 minute loop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I realized the guy that who uh, composed that also uh, composed Counterattack, uh, Kinji Hiramatsu. So I'm like, I, I really, I'm really li digging this guy's music. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I think I also like uh, one battle team that plays both in Blade Two and Torna, like the one when you go. It I don't, I don't remember in Blade Two, but I know in, in Torna is the one that plays whenever you fight unique monsters. Like mm -hmm. I really like that that one because it's like so cool with like the electric guitar and stuff and just like yeah. <laughs> and then I get my my butt kicked and I'm like no <laughs> yeah I still haven't like I still haven't like killed all of the unique monsters because some of them are giving me trouble <laughs> mm. but I really like the music that plays while I fight them which is so, just so cool there yeah, I like how yeah, um, Torna's yeah. music is like like yeah. more. It's kind of like jazzy, like in a way, or not. Man, well, definitely, yeah, yeah. It is. It is a little bit more uh, jazzy, especially the battle. Mm -hmm. theme. Yeah, and mm -hmm. also um, yeah. Gormot's new theme. Oh <gasps> uh, yeah, uh, I love Gormot's new theme. Yeah, I mean the original theme's good too, but I just uh, the new one's just really good as well. Yeah, it is. 
but the battle team is just like, oh my gosh. I did <laughs> enjoy the ending theme of Torna, the moment, a moment of eternity. That was pretty. Oh uh, yeah, it was good too. I did enjoy that. Because it kind of caught you back up to speed of the events of uh, yeah. the original Xenoblade 2. Yeah, and I was like, so it was kind of sad. It was, ki- it was also kind of sad. <laughs> I was like, hmm. And then you rewatch that scene like in Blade 2 and you can cry. sadness. They did not deserve that fate. <laughs> no. And especially like Eternal oh. is just like it's so cruel because you're like you get attached to these characters of the past that you know are not uh-huh. gonna be a thing afterwards. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then you know you know that it, it's gonna be over for them and then you're like no. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one thing though I was a bit uh disappointed like we'll see like uh-huh. uh they didn't really show much of like what the poop uh Adam did afterwards like we know what he did but we didn't really see him going anywhere like they didn't show much of him doing much after that so it was just like i was hoping for a little extra clips kind of so. yeah like yeah, there's a lot of things about the Torn DLC that I was kind of disappointed that they didn't delve deeper in, especially, yeah, Adam, and, and I, I kind of want to know more about Laura as well, but... That is probably the single biggest thing I hate about Torna, is that Laura felt like she got shafted so much and when she was such an interesting mm-hmm. character. I love Laura. <laughs> She's yes. such a sweet cake. <laughs> <laughs> but like otherwise the game was a lot of fun the battle system was yeah. fantastic oh, yes. it oh, took yeah. Xenoblade 2's made it even better it's a lot faster yeah. The so like when you're yeah. fighting enemies it's just fun and I, I guess that's the way I can put Torna it's just plain fun yeah the story has it's rocky spots here and there but gameplay wise oh yeah I was fighting yes. stuff just for the fun of it and got like over leveled so easily it was just like whoops <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just so fun to play. And I really love the fact that Laura was also like a fighter, like using her fists and stuff. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, Laura was so awesome and yeah. badass in this. And I like how she used mm-hmm. that. It's not exactly a whip, but that rope thingy just to like slash enemies with. Yeah. Why can't you be in Smash Bros? <laughs> That'd be awesome. And yes. that way people could, yes. could like not complain about it being another swordman. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Though it could be true of Ghostbusters too, because Ghostbusters has such a variety of like different weapons that it's just like mm. yeah. Like they could do a lot with Cosmos, yeah, and that's mainly Cosmos is like the perfect Smash fit. I don't know why she's not. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I think it'd be so interesting because she has so many moves they could pick from. Like 
She's got mm-hmm. R Blade, R Cannon. She's got mm. the Gaily Goods, X Busters, <laughs> which should probably be her final smash. She's got like all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And she hits like a truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah? Let's see. Um. Let's see. Other music. I I guess. Z- we could talk about Zenokami's music, but uh, Zenokami's music is weird. Uh, have you listened to the uh, soundtrack from A Missing Year? It's pretty neat. Uh, it's kind of got I don't... different versions of some of the uh, soundtracks from Xenosaga 3. I don't think I yeah, did. Yeah, so I don't think I did either. If you play like the Flash version of, or watch the Flash version of A Missing Year, it's kind of interesting because it kind of sets the tone mm-hmm. of the third game. Mm. So, yeah. Like, uh, like it introduces you to like certain tracks, like um, the one, the one where the one where what's the song again? Where Cosmos, she's coming back. Like, yeah, that's here she, one. Here she, yeah. yeah. She, she, here that, she comes or yeah that that soundtrack is in there um i'm pretty sure like i don't know just some of the more moody or atmospheric stuff but it's still like all cadre stuff that's in a is missing it, year so like is there any like original tracks to a missing year or is it all yeah, just kind of it's not it's not they're they're either alternate versions or uh-huh. uh there's a or original tracks which, by the way, uh, in my long-forgotten cloistered sleep, we didn't talk about that. But that's a track that's uh, in a missing year, and it's fantastic. It's up there. Mm. It's it's up there with the ending Xenon themes. It's just like the fact that it's in that Flash game. Who's gonna hear it unless you're listening to Kadra's Fiction 2 or something like that? You know, it's like... It's on iTunes, like that song, so... But... Yeah, the, my biggest shame is that I've never finished uh, Missing Year. Like, it's I, pretty short. It's... Hold on. Like, I, I remember when they were doing like an... Uh, there was like an, a fan translation of it going on, and I, I kept up with that until um, they stopped because Bandai Namco supposedly said that they were going to translate it, but then they never did, so uh, I never I never went back to it. Sad news. But... Yeah, there's, yes. some, there's some original uh, stuff. Hold on, I'll, I'll link you a playlist. There's a playlist out there of just all missing year stuff. With videos of like only a hundred views, so like you have to be looking for it. But oh. um, let's see. yeah, maybe we could put that I, link I, into the YouTube video later, so people who are curious can click on it. Yeah. This? How do you share playlists now? Doo-ba-doo. I don't know. YouTube's always changing. I'm yeah, mad. I'm kind of mad. 
because <laughs> I have like I I just like keep playlists and stuff like that, and like every time I want to like do something with them now, it's just like, what are you even trying to do? <laughs> and it's just like, well, you let me do this before. Oh well, not anymore. <laughs> Thanks. Um, well... This probably... Here you go. Yay! You found a... Sweet! Oh, nice. Thank you. It's pretty... It's pretty sizable for what a missing year is, but there's also a couple of uh, familiar songs. Uh, okay. I'll have to link this in the show notes. Yep. Now, did anyone really listen to... Um, like Xenosaga one and two, the DS games music at all? Or I didn't. I didn't so hear I know though. A long time ago, I did, but I can't say I remember it too well. Uh, I I own it, but I've never actually sat down and played <laughs> it because <laughs> my Japanese is terrible, so I wouldn't be able to probably do much with it. But yeah, I can't really. I I guess I can't really comment on the music either. But how about the anime? The anime is far in my head, but I have watched it, like, <laughs> twice, maybe. <laughs> it's funny, because I actually just bought the yeah, anime I on DVD, too. like, yeah, a couple I days ago. Because I saw it a long time ago, <laughs> on, mm. and then, like, I wanted to actually own it. And um, unfortunately, it's out of print. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the place that I found it at, they had it... It was so expensive, and they just had, like, a huge holiday sale, mm-hmm. so everything was mm-hmm. discounted, so I was able to get it much cheaper nice. than what it was mm-hmm. going for, so I finally uh, bit the bullet and bought it. So, yeah, I do plan on rewatching it, so I guess I'll comment on it more at a later date, Ooh. but I can't right now. Please post your comments. I'd, well, I'd love to see I that. can say that I do like the opening music of it. <laughs> Yeah, the, op- <laughs> uh, the opening and the ending, I really love the ending in the Serenity. Shimmering so bright, got a light divine, flung along the sea of fading stardust. It's I really love that song. So it's one of the few or two of the few good things the Zenosaga anime uh, did. <laughs> yeah, I don't have like any familiarity with the Zenosaga anime like at all. So I'm just That's like probably for the best. Yeah, I know like, they skipped a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I, know I mean that they've like messed with some stuff. And there's some, 
there's some Virgil things and some Albedo things, and I'm just like, mm, uh, I, you know, maybe not right now. <laughs> Every time it, I think about it, I'm just like, well, maybe not. It's, I've warmed up to a little bit more, but I'm still kind of not the greatest fan of it. But it has its moments, like with the Kirschwasser story was really good, and yeah. There's some, like, fights with, like, uh, there's this fight with Cosmos and Ziggy that I really liked, and, um, the final episode was, is really well animated, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, 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 besides the opening ending theme, I really don't remember much of the music. Me either. <laughs> it's been too long. I think it's been years since I last watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, Oh, I want to say I either watched it earlier this year or maybe last year, but I still I can't remember. <laughs> but I do remember the opening really well because that was something I really like, especially that like they do this whole opening with like Cosmo spreading like the agile wing thing, and I was like, this is so pretty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I also like yes. the kind of choir thing they did a bit with the the beats. So like, mm-hmm. I, I think the the opening is easy to re- remember but the rest is kind of harder to remember <laughs> yeah uh, is there something else that we have we haven't got into I'm trying to take is uh, well I can't think of anything else to say right now unless somebody, somebody does the, the only thing I can think of is like it's this is kind of obscure, but the, like the um, audio drama CD. But I don't remember. I didn't watch really that much of that. Yeah. Or listen, listen to much of that. Yeah, I probably. So I don't just, know what the music was like. I probably just never knew much about those till like I saw some archives posted by I think Valkyrie or something. But like, yeah. I, I don't know, like I don't. I don't know much of, like, the more sha- shadow stuff of Zeno Saga, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> stuff that was not yeah. translated. <laughs> yeah. Or that was I by fans, but I, so. I miss or something. Yeah, and Zenokami's music was kind of more like Episode 2's gameplay music, I think. Or it, it felt like it, so it's... I, I don't re- really remember too much about it. Who did the music for that? Uh, <laughs> I, you can't even find it. <laughs> um, I sh- I should be able to, cause I, well, I was working on the translation project to that, but I think I might have a list of the credits on my computer somewhere. Somewhere, wherever I put somewhere to the uh, end. <laughs> oh, oh, crap! I don't. Man, I need to get back to that project. I don't know. It's okay. Life just keeps us busy. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> it it really is. Um, it's like me how I struggle between all my hobbies, which is the number one reason why I always like have trouble finishing games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These I didn't know these were also uh-huh. on YouTube. The uh, Xenosaga Freaks soundtrack. They were? Sounds just like uh, Xenosaga 2. Yeah. 
Uh, sounds exactly like Xenon Saga 2. Like, the gameplay parts of it. Yes. Well, I'm looking at the credits. I don't see anything for music. Sound production. Oh, it has Shinji Hosoe's name yeah. in the credits. So I, I'm betting. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's why. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just... <laughs> he's alright. No, I'm just looking through my Zenokami folder, and it's just like, oh, get back to this, Tyler. Get back to this. Okay. It's okay. Alright, Um. so yeah, uh, I think that might be it, at least for Zeno series-wise. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I mean, is there anything else anyone wants to mention, or is there a, a, like a song is like that we forgot about to talk about? I don't think so. <laughs> I think we covered a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Small two pieces is the best song ever. <laughs> uh, if you didn't take anything from this podcast, listen. To that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess we'll just wrap things up um, here and just kind of go around. And um, so, um, I mean, hopefully before this is online, should have the uh, second part of the religion episode up. And Sweet hopefully, nice. yes. Yeah, I'm hoping to have it out by Christmas if possible, because I, I have some days off. So I should should have the time to work on it um and pure sounds like he's getting close to releasing the second part of his episode sounds so like hopefully we'll have <laughs> yes um so hopefully we'll have that out soon as well and then i i don't know when this episode will come out but hopefully sometime in in january um Okay, and then I'm not certain when and what our next episode will be about. I'm thinking it might be about Melia uh, from Xenoblade, because she's such a great and tragic character that we need to dedicate an episode to her, just like Xion. Yeah. Um, um, but I don't know when or who will be on that episode just yet. But um, anyway, um, yeah, um, let's just kind of go around and... If there's uh, social media or any projects you're working on you want to plug, go ahead. Um, let's start with uh, Justin. All right. Um, so I've been a pretty busy man lately. I was a guest on two podcasts recently. I was on ProGent's channel, and he has a uh, podcast called Guest Glasses, where we spoke about cartoons that just came up. I also plugged the Zeno chat podcast on oh, there. Oh, sweet. I was also on another friend's podcast known as the Silver Screen Fiends podcast, where we did an episode about anime. So if you're really interested in hearing me talk about anime and also cartoons, check those two out. Um, of course, as always, you can follow me on social media like Twitter, at JustGiyu. You can also check out um, some of the articles I write on OperationRainfall.com. I am working on a review right now, and that should hopefully be out soon. So yeah, um, I'm around. I'll be at Magfest. Can't wait for that. It's nice. gonna be a great time. Nice. So, so yeah, um, I'm around. I don't bite. <laughs> nice. So yeah, follow me on Twitter. Check out check out some of my writing. Uh, some of the podcasts I'm in, 
And yeah, nice. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, uh, when you get the chance, uh, send me the links to those podcasts, and I'll put them in the show notes. Oh yeah, sure thing. Okay, cool. Uh, David, uh, I'm Trombone San uh, on Twitter, and uh, yeah, just you can talk to me anytime. Just uh, not at the end of January because uh, Kingdom Hearts Three is coming out, and I'm gonna disappear. Uh. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like a lot of people on my friends list are gonna disappear. Oh, yeah, I'm I go- I'm gone, dude. Just just don't talk to me. <laughs> it's like right. 15 years waiting. Here it is. Gah. Uh. Yeah, I was a teenager when the first, the last one came out. Same uh, here. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Mary. Um, well, I'm a cosplayer. Although I haven't made pages yet because for the longest time, I've been cosplaying since 2008, <laughs> but I still don't have a cosplay mm-hmm. page. <laughs> but uh, I'm planning on making one, like uh, probably on the 25, since I have a day off, and I'm just like. I need to do this. People uh, keep asking me if I have a cosplay page or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm actually currently working on a Margie cosplay, which I I did show some some of the preview because I didn't have a photo shoot with just the underclothing back at my last con because I wasn't Mm. able to finish everything. Mm. (laughs) But uh, for my next con, I'm hoping to be able to finish everything. I pretty much have, like, the hat and the cape left, but, like, most most of the pieces for the cape is like completely like cut and everything, but yeah, uh, I'll probably give you like the links uh, once I I do yeah. them on the page so that you can link them to the podcast. But uh, as far as it goes for a username, I'm probably gonna use the same as I use everywhere. It just had like cosplay page next to it, kind of. My name online is usually Ikari Kuragari, and like that's what I've been using for years. So. It's also what I use for, like, whenever I go into cosplay communities and stuff. But, yeah, I'm probably going to use the same name as far as it goes for the cosplay page or Instagram and etc. Yeah, I plan on I plan on yeah. opening a bunch of social media things because, like, just this year I've edited so many cosplays. And, like, so many times <laughs> at conventions people were asking me, do you have Instagram? Do you have a cosplay page? I was just like, <laughs> I don't have any of those things. <laughs> uh. Yeah, whenever you get that, uh, send me it, it, and I'll put it in the show notes, because it's probably going to be a little while to like, publish this episode, because yeah. I'm going to try to put some uh, music clips in. But yeah, as far as Margie goes, like, um, I'll most likely finish it like by mid-January, so yeah. So that's nice. at least that, and I do plan on doing multiple Xeno uh, cosplays in the future, mostly... I'm planning them more for 2020 since my 2019 is like filled with other things, but I have a big goal of trying to get a full Xeno um, lineup for Katsucon 2020. Like, I really want to work hard toward that. Like, so far the ones I really want to do for that is uh, Laura, and. Ooh, yeah, Laura. It's just nice. I really like her, and I really like her design. So I just fell in love with the costume. I was like, I need to make this. <laughs> and I also really want to nice. do uh, Junior, but the version from Saga Two because I really like the red coat and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, these are two that I really want to work work on for twenty twenty. So I think that's pretty much it for projects as far as it goes. <laughs> Yeah, yes. if you could do that, that'd be lovely. Um, I actually want to do chaos, and I've been like 
planning it. For Please a come while. to Castlecon 2020 and be my chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love yeah. to do that for yes. sure. Absolutely. Also, like I know Tyler and I, we've spoken that like if one day somehow we get to meet in person at a con, we should totally do like a Zeno panel. And then, like, maybe like one of us could be... Oh, my gosh, yes. Let's cool. do it. Gatscon 2020. Be, it's our day. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome, actually. Um, okay. Um, and then, yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Cosmos Chaos. Um, I well, sometimes work on Zenokami, but I don't. And I uh, work, or I do write news articles. I used to for Operation Rainfall, but now I write articles for RPG Fan. Um, and that's all I do. So, um, yeah, thank you everybody for coming today. I, I really appreciate talking to you. Uh, I, this, definitely turned out to be a better conversation than i thought we would have so i really appreciate it yeah it was fun it was awesome man yeah thank you thank you all for coming on all right well uh thanks again and uh thank you listeners for uh tuning in and uh have a nice day all right bye 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 take care everybody